Hey guys, and welcome to the season finale of the Giving Hope podcast. This is wrapping up season three. I'm so excited to introduce my dear friend, Tara Day. She was Tara Rorick when I knew her back in high school, and her and her husband, Tim, have set off on an adventure of four days across Texas, where they go to the Holy Spirit-led places um, to pray for the great state of Texas. Uh, I know you're going to enjoy listening and learning more about the ministry that God has called them to. And um, if you can, uh, follow the links in the description to help support the days as they um, continue on their ministry journey. Without further ado, here is Hope with Tara Day. Well, welcome to the Giving Hope Podcast. I'm excited to get to talk about your ministry and all the wonderful things that are happening uh, with your family and where God is taking you. So um, just so that everybody knows, Tara and I go way back, <laughs> almost, yeah. like, almost like 30 years, like a long time ago. Right. long long time ago and um, her and her husband have a ministry and I wanted her to get on here and create awareness so those of you who know Tara and y'all are our friends from Facebook and family that listen you know who she is and what her, her and her husband are doing but those of you who just follow me on Instagram and social media I want y'all to get a glimpse into what this ministry is all about so that y'all can support it monetarily through prayers um, spreading the word and just getting um, um, just having people just kind of getting the talk about what's going on because God is moving and it's so exciting and I just love hearing about um, opportunities in the ministry so Tara just go ahead and let everybody know who you are and what you are doing yes yeah uh, so my um, husband uh, Timothy myself mm-hmm. and then our two children and we're we call ourselves four days across Texas. Um, mm-hmm. The Lord has um, called us to to start praying and traveling around Texas praying. We really um, uh, we really abide by that. Um, I guess that scripture that a lot of people have been talking about lately, lately uh, Second Chronicles seven fourteen, where if my people mm-hmm. who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. And I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. And so for mm-hmm. us as a family, um, the Lord has just been using us to revive a heart for prayer in family. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. he really um, has focused um, our particular family on um, redeeming the land. He just all mm-hmm. throughout the old talks about land, 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 and just showed us how, the things that happen in certain uh, land will actually affect the people. And so um, it's been very exciting how he's just um, used us to pray for land in different ways and, um, Mm -hmm. and how he loves land. I mean, in Genesis 9 11, where he talks about, he actually coveted with the land as well as Noah and his family, you know, with the rainbow. And Mm -hmm. so you just see where he land is important to him as well as the people too. Um, and the people are affected by the land. So, right, that is so true. I don't think people really understands understand the the depth of spiritual connection between what God has created and what His will is to perform it on the earth. Um, I don't think people really get that. And so, whenever 
you hear um, people talk about, um, especially now with um, the government buying up land and, Mm -hmm. and doing all this stuff with the farmers and all these things, like you don't realize that this is a spiritual battle that we're watching play out in the natural, that the enemy wants to take land because you're right throughout the whole new Testament, old Testament, and honestly, the new right um, it, through the whole Old Testament, it's all about the land. I've given you this land. I'm going to send you to a land. I'm going to provide land. And, you know, um, right. it's all about the promises of God. That is so powerful. So how did y'all get started in well, we had, coming to this point? Yeah, well, we were already um, as a family, we were already missionaries as part of like an apartment ministry. We mm-hmm. were already loving on our neighbors praying for our city, praying for our community, just living out, you know, the Great Commission. And then um, each of us started having these different encounters with the Lord, you know, a dream or just a sense, or Mm -hmm. we kept going to the same scriptures. And so we were like, okay, let's sit down and have a family meeting. Like, what what are you saying, Lord? And we really Mm -hmm. felt, um, he he took us to Ezekiel where he talks about the watchman on the walls. Mm-hmm. And um, he, we really felt like he was saying, I want your family to be watchmen over the state of Texas. And we were like, mm. Whoa, like, what does that mean? Lord, <laughs> you know, and right. how do we do yeah. that? You know, that's like, mm-hmm. that seems really big, but okay, Lord, you know, and we said, what, you know, we were, you know, of course, in my mind, I'm thinking, well, don't we need an RV? Don't we need this? You know, I start thinking of all these things. And the Lord was right. just simply, simply took us to Isaiah 54, where it talks about expanding your tent. And I was like, oh, and so he's like, just take your tent and go, just go. And we were like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. so we went, and we got a tent and, um, and we just, we've started since then just started taking trips, you know, one or two trips a month, small trips, wherever the Lord, you know, will get like a leading to go. And since right. we're also homeschoolers, you know, we get to do like the Texas history thing while we're on the road. And mm-hmm. then, um, and then we'll find out a lot of times, whatever we're learning as far as this text, Texas history assignment will turn back around into a prayer assignment. So right. it's really been really cool to see the Lord work in all of that for us. Mm-hmm. So what is, whenever you're um, going across Texas, what are some of the key points or what are some of the things that God points out to you to pray for? What have been some of the things that the, that the assignments basically that right, you have right. been. I have one particular example that kind of stands out to me to kind of share like the, mm-hmm. the kind of the way it kind of looks, which is it's different every single time because we right. just kind of go with him. But um, for Father's Day, since we just had Father's Day of 2019, I was remembering that we were praying and asking the Lord, where do you want us to go this month? And we really felt like we were supposed to go west. So we said, okay, let's go camping at Paladora um, Canyon Mm -hmm. because they also have like a Texas theater. We'll learn some Texas history. We'll just go out there and hang out. Mm -hmm. So as I was getting preparing to go camping, I just um, had like on my heart, I really need to go buy the kids some bow and arrows. And I didn't really know why. I just felt like, let's just get bows and arrows. It'll be fun. You know, maybe we'll find a place to shoot them. Well, when we mm-hmm. got there um, to the Texas theater, they were actually having um, an awareness and um, a celebration of the Native Americans there. And we were like, mm-hmm. wow, this is cool. This is very interesting. And then as we were engaging with that and learning more about the history, um, we found out, you know, that there was actually a war that happened there at Paladoro Canyon. And we were like, wow, okay. And read more about Kiwana Parker, who is a war leader for the Comanche um, Nation. And we were like, and there there was a, a war and some things that happened there in that canyon. And so as we saw that, we were 
we we just felt on our hearts, wow, this is something um, we should pray into and pray about. And so um, we we took our communion elements, which we do a lot because to us that represents what Jesus did on the cross and applying that uh, to the land. Mm -hmm. And, um, and as you know, one of the key scriptures that the Lord has even shown me is like in Genesis nine, where he talks about the Lord will say, I require blood of anyone who takes um, another person's life. Well, we know Mm -hmm. that that was there in the land. However, by Jesus shedding his blood to atone for that, um, it's taken care of in the cross, but we, sometimes we have to go back and actually apply that, um, what Jesus did to the land. And so we were like, okay, so as a family, the four of us, we just prayed and we asked the Lord to use our prayers. Um, we, we repented, um, for the bloodshed Mm -hmm. that happened on the land and we just took communion together and we said, you know, Lord, please forgive any sins that have happened on this land or these, any, um, bloodshed that has happened on the land. And, pray that out. Um, and yeah. we were, and it was, so it was very powerful, very simple, but just very powerful. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then after that, we thought, well, we must be done, right? That we must be done. So as we, but as we started heading home, we saw these huge arrows in the ground, these huge metal arrows. And when mm-hmm. we looked them up, they were actually places where, um, this war leader, this Comanche war leader, Quanta Parker, where they had been, significant events in his life and so we were like okay lord why are you showing us this huge arrow i felt to buy bows and arrows so we went we just had the kids um there they were near a park so we went near a park and and we felt like the lord said we'll start declaring the promises of god now you did the repentance that was a redemptive act now let's do Mm -hmm. a prophetic act and just declare out in prayer um God's will and God's promises. So as we would shoot arrows, we would just declare promises over the land um, that the Lord's will would come forth, um, that there, if there were prayers in the land that had already been prayed that were in accordance to the Lord's, to the Lord's will, we just ask that, our, that they would come back before the Lord as an incense. Because as we know, every little town probably has a group of intercessors or um, has those right. little ladies in the churches, you know, that are praying. <laughs> yes. And so we're yes. like, Lord, we know these prayers are there. So we're bringing them before you. And we're saying, you know, uh, will you remove the evil that's being allowed to stay here because of what happened? Will you remove that evil mm-hmm. and now bring forth your plans and purposes in this land? Mm-hmm. And so that's just kind of, that was just one example of, of how it kind of looks. It doesn't, we don't know exactly what we're doing when we go out, but it's like we get led um, in this unique way. And we always get delighted by what the Lord asks us to do. Yes, that's awesome. Now, you and I were raised, you know, of course, we were in the same youth group, for those of you who don't know, um, (laughs) growing up. But so we were taught, you know, spiritual warfare, we were taught tongues, interpretation of tongues, we had that kind of foundation for those of those that aren't, that haven't been exposed to that. um, Can you let them know, let people know who are listening, the ramifications or the power, or why it's important let's say to to pray that through because i don't think i think a lot of people forget the the spiritual aspect of um what we're supposed to be doing when once we become saved we claim the territory back for god that we live in that we abide in it becomes a, a partial i say an extended portion of the promised land absolutely you know yes, I wherever wherever we go our the tent of the lord gets spread 
to the tent pegs get spread. So um, explain to um, the listeners, like, what is the, why, why this, why this thing? Why is there such an importance of claiming the land back? Mm -hmm. Well, I know. um, So as we know, back in the garden, we were given the authority um, Mm -hmm. to, to be over creation. And um, it was, and we were to work with the Lord, you know, in stewarding creation. And of Mm -hmm. course, when we gave over that authority to the enemy, um, those keys were taken. But what was so cool is when Jesus died on the cross, he actually got all that authority back. Mm -hmm. So whenever we um, receive salvation, then we, and we can actually walk back into that authority that we had at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes people people think oh when i get to heaven i'll have all that authority but we actually have it back now um, when we're in christ Mm -hmm. and um so what's exciting about that is where the enemy has come and taken territory and the only way he can really take territory is if is if a human has actually abdicated their authority or abdicated Mm -hmm. or didn't even know that they had authority in a place right um Mm -hmm. and so when you look at a city that has uh, maybe um you see repetitive uh, crime or, or repetitive statistics um, that the enemy may have been allowed in there because um, because of the wickedness of, mm-hmm. of what humans have been doing. And then right. it just perpetuates generation after generation. And so then the enemy will actually set up a stronghold in that land and he's allowed to do it because there was so much bloodshed or um, there was so much sin in a certain area that no one ever repented for. No one ever applied the blood of Jesus to no Mm -hmm. one ever took authority over it. We really have a lot of power as believers and especially in unity as believers. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is just so powerful. So coming back in and understanding maybe what happened in a region, in a land, or when you see a lot of division happening, you can go back and, and pretty much you can look historically what has been happening in this land, you know, and then you can see, wow, there's murders now, but before there was a lot of, um, a lot of division here. And before that there was, there were wars that were here, you know? And so Mm -hmm. you could just see it's perpetuated. And, um, And so by coming in, it's like you get to uproot something, you get to uproot a stronghold by going all the way back and repenting for that, applying the blood of Jesus to it, and just believing that the spiritual realm is then activated to take care of what needs to be taken care of to actually um, push back the darkness so the believers in that, or so the believers can actually move out in evangelism, right? Like we are all supposed right. to be doing the Great Commission. So exactly. we are, will no longer be a hindrance there. But then also, um, those that are lost, the veil will start being pulled back so they could actually receive the gospel. Um, yes. Because yes. most of this, this is a, it is a spiritual war that is happening. There are spiritual entities behind that are motivating people. And so right, right. if we can push back that darkness a little bit, you know, if we can push that back with our prayers and bring healing, it allows for that salvation to come forth. It allows for um, things in the land to be healed. Exactly. Does that answer your question? Yes. No, that's great. Yeah. I think because a lot of people don't understand, um, like I said before, the significance between what has happened, what you're seeing in the natural is just a manifestation of what the war that's been happening in the spiritual. Right. It is not, um, it's not, which it's like what comes first, the chicken or the egg. And 
now a word from our sponsors. Now let's get back to our program. The egg is the egg is never going to come first. It's not evolution. It's God created a chicken, <laughs> and then out from that chicken comes an egg. It's like the egg didn't come first, and then chicken evolved from the egg. It's like the same thing with the natural. We are the egg. We are the we are the product of the spiritual realm. The 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 chicken that came first. Not to call God in the spiritual realm a chicken, but it's. <laughs> I'm not trying to diminish the power of God. People, please don't take that personally. I don't need messages, um, but. To but that's what came first. The str- the spiritual aspect is the reality of our lives. That is the reality. That is the true part. And the natural is what God spoke into being, so He can have fellowship with hum- humanity. It's like right. that. It, what came first was God. What came first is the entities that are. I don't know how much older, how much more um, connected they, they know, they know exactly how it works. We are so ignorant in our understanding of spiritual law. That's why God gave us the laws of Moses and the laws in which to act under his covering so that we can be protected from what the enemy knows how to act in the spiritual realm. And whenever we break those laws of God by murdering, by having um, sexual immorality, by lusting and coveting and doing all the things against God's word, we open up the door for a legal representation of this, of the, antichrist basically right. the antichrist right. spirit to come in and set up territory it's right. just like whenever you win wars um in the natural um like in afghanistan or iraq or you know syria or wherever we fought whenever you come in you take back that territory that the enemy has just presumed they can take because there was no one there to defend it there was right. no one there with any authority to um say no you cannot come. You can come only this far. You're not coming right. any further. So exactly. same thing for the, the spiritual. What we see in the natural is just a, a reflection. It's a mirror of what goes on in the supernatural all the time. So to have a ministry that focuses on that is so awesome. I just, when you started talking about it, I was like, Tara, you are on, you and Tim are on fire. <laughs> this is so for such a time as this that I've never, if there has been a ministry that was called for such a time as this it is this the four days across texas i mean we especially what we're going up against now with covid and all the laws that are getting pushed through and all this just demonic agendas that the enemy is trying to take with the with the power grid with everything i mean y'all if y'all don't understand that this is a spiritual attack so that can cripple um, the nation so that people will run to the enemy who's basically mm-hmm. saying I will give you this if you only bow then mm-hmm. you're in trouble we need to get a realization <laughs> of who we are and what yes. we can what we have and this is so this is so great this is so on point right. and I well, love the earth it. Is cry- yeah it. The, the earth is literally crying out for us to rise up and be the sons and daughters we've been called to be. I mean, Mm -hmm. when you, you hear of these, um, the tremblings in the earth and we've seen, we're seeing so many more earthquakes and volcanoes and -hmm. all these things. It's the earth literally, literally saying, please, will you rise up and be the son and the daughter of the living God that you're supposed to be? Because I Mm -hmm. need healing, you know, I want to, I want my, 
the, my rightful guardians to take care right. of right <laughs> right absolutely you know it's like right. I, i'm not meant to be ruled by this demonic force that's all it's out for right. is to completely destroy everything that they the earth knows that says it says that what is it in ecclesiastes where it's like the rocks will cry out if you do that's not right. If you right. do not <laughs> worship right. the Lord, your God, the rocks, the trees, everything will cry out for God yes. to actually to, to come save it. Cause it knows who its creator is. Even the trees Absolutely. know who yes. created them. You know, I, I always think, I always think of that moment. I don't know if you watch Narnia or you were ever a big yes. Narnia fan, yes. but whenever the trees are, because evil is so rampant that the trees are quiet and whenever they started to know that that Aslan was coming back, they started to wake up because they knew their king was returning. And it's like, oh, if that is not the most powerful example yes. of the rocks crying out, I don't know. I don't oh, know what is. Yes. But so yes. so tell us a little bit about um, what your what your agenda of um your itinerary i want to say agenda itinerary <laughs> for the next because we know what your agenda is your agenda <laughs> is to kick devil, the devil's butt so, right. <laughs> so what is your itinerary for the next few weeks and what can we be joining in prayer with you so that we know that you're protected your children are protected mm, and everything yes. let us know about that yes well um this year, um, we've been just asking the Lord, okay, we're, we're feeling we're supposed to do this more often, not just, mm -hmm. you know, a couple of times. And right. um, we've been really praying into that. And the Lord released uh, my husband um, in May and just really said, okay, it's time to go full time. Awesome. Um, so at the end of this month, he will be fully released um, from his full time working position so that we can move into full time ministry position. And so really our prayer is... Um, to get a, um, to really have a fuller understanding of what it looks like to be a, a traveling prayer house, a traveling mm -hmm. house of prayer. Um, mm -hmm. So we're going to take just that first week of July, we're just going to take that and just be before the Lord and say, okay, we've said yes. And we, we know he's told us, um, we, we've heard that we're going to home base and we really believe mm -hmm. that's in east texas we just don't awesome. know where or what that's going to look like because he's really honed us in on east texas there's some cool things that are about to burst first forth in east texas and we're like we want to yeah. be there yes, and then yeah. <laughs> and then from there um we also we need something to travel in more permanently than mm -hmm. the tent i prefer to <laughs> You know, there's something nice about being on the ground when you're praying for the ground, but then it's also would be nice to have something, a van or, or a recreational vehicle of some type that we can, when we leave our home base, um, that we are able to stay out for weeks on end rather than just going for a couple of nights. Um, yes. So we're hoping to launch into that um, this fall. We're just getting right now, we're, we're selling everything in our house. We're, um, we've got a GoFundMe. We're just like, we're just on a real faith and action moment of just mm -hmm. getting everything prepared. Um, even though we don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but we do know we will have a place um, that we mm -hmm. can have like a, um, a place of prayer in East Texas and then also a traveling ministry out. And of awesome. course, you know, yeah, a lot of people are like, well, don't y'all are evangelists, right? And we're like, well, we mostly pray for land, but, but I just kind of wanted to clear it because some people may be don't y'all ever talk to people, you know, it's just like, <laughs> we, we, we follow the great commission. I mean, we feel like everyone as believers should be out there everywhere we go. 
And when we're praying for land, we end up having people drawn to us, right? Just because mm-hmm. we've got the Lord in us and on us. And so we are ministry. We minister to the needs of people with through prayer, whether it's sharing the gospel or most people that get drawn to us are prayer for um, healing or for deliverance. And so right. we're willing to minister that way. Um, but it's it should we feel like that's ever it should be everybody's first goal first mission is that and then we have this unique mission on top of that with the land so um and so we are hoping to be able to do that even more um as starting you know end of july august of course when it gets really nice and hot yes i was like (laughs) "Mm, the hottest months of texas (laughs) nice (laughs) brave woman (laughs) right so that's good. So, okay. So you said earlier how your um, you all four are doing this. So you have every, let everybody know you have two children. Absolutely. Yes. And how old are they? We have an eleven-year-old boy and mm-hmm. a almost ten girl. Okay. And um, yeah, and so we all pray together. That's been the fun thing of ministering together mm-hmm. is our children will actually sometimes get things more clearly than we will. A lot of mm-hmm. times they'll, they'll be like, mom, I have a dream. We feel like we're supposed to do this. And we're like, okay, absolutely. Let's do it. Let's press right. into it. So we feel like we're, we're showing our children, we're giving them an example of what it looks like to just be on fire for the Lord and just be led. And then also empowering them to hear the Lord for themselves. Yeah. Um, letting them know, yeah, your prayers are powerful. And yes, you can hear the Lord for yourself. And mm-hmm. we value what you bring to us. Um, and and let's um, and just doing it as a family. So there's an element of us when we see families together, we get excited to encourage them to pray together as a family and to just be led as a family. Um, before we started all this, you know, I was doing women's ministry. Tim was, you know, serving men. And then we kind of just had the children like in the, you know, in in um, childcare, which, you know, right. is, is fine. But the Lord was like, no, no, I really want family ministry. And we were like, yeah, what does that look like? But we found it's just so beautiful mm-hmm. to hear how Holy spirit expresses himself through our children right. and that we get to honor him, his giftings in our children. And, um, it's just a really cool place to be. That's really awesome. That's really cool. I love, um, having a ministry where you use all aspects of talent, uh, giftings that God has placed in that family, um, unit. This is, um, we had a, I have a family friend who, um, their children are starting to step into the giftings. They weren't really taught that from the denomination that they came from. So they're starting, that's starting to be taught now. And it's starting, all their giftings are starting to wake up or they're starting to realize where they've, seen things or the world kind of navigated them one way right now they're starting to see oh that is a gifting from god oh wow yes. i didn't realize that that yeah so they're asking me all these questions and it was so funny because they have eight kids the family and the husband and wife and all eight of the kids seven are at home and we i was saying it is so amazing that y'all have every some are doubled up obviously wow. but yeah. almost every single gifting is mm. represented here like every single one and that was like i've never seen it this broad in one family unit and this is one of the reasons why the lord said to me he was like this is why i say be fruitful and multiply this is why it's not just spiritual it's also physical i mean it can be spiritual because you know there's some women 
and families that can't have children. And that's understandable. That's why you have spiritual children and you just start planning, getting involved in your local church and in your local body. But it was just really cool to see. So I know that the, if, when you see the enemy attacking certain areas in, in the world, um, like you said, land, family, women, um, men's identities. There's certain things on the opposite side of that. You know, that there is a point that God wants to make or a calling or a gifting or an anointing that the enemy doesn't want to see go to fruition. Mm -hmm. So whenever you see those things, it's so important to take a moment back. And instead of going, I can't believe the enemy is doing that. It's like, whoa, 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 what does God say? And let's feed what God said about us instead of being fearful what the enemy says about us. So being able to see a, a, a whole rounded ministry like y'all's involve your children in, in, in such a very poignant, very focused um, avenue of ministry is so, so awesome. And I think a lot of people will start from this. Not only will I think you'll gain ground for the kingdom, but I believe it'll be a tool to show others how to do it themselves, because those are some of the questions we get. How do you homeschool? How do you, how do you handle your children? See, you know, Mm -hmm. we get that like Ryan and I, we've worked together for many years now and they were like, how can you stand being around your husband (laughs) day in and day out? Oh my gosh. I need a break from him. You know, I'm like, well, because I love my husband, like Jesus wants me to, (laughs) you know, it's like through his ups and downs. It's not like he's perfect, but I know that I'm not and he loves me. So I might as well, you know, I'm going to honor him and God honors the marriage. And, and I think that's so equally as important with your children, um, for that, that is, that is so, so cool. So before we go, I want you to let everybody know how, how can they give? I know you mentioned it earlier, but I want to like reiterate it. Is there a social media aspect or anything that you want to make sure that gets out there for people to get, stay connected with you? Right. We currently have um, a Facebook page called four, uh, what's spelled out the number four days, Mm -hmm. our last name, D-A-Y-S, A cross. Texas. Mm-hmm. And so if you find us on Facebook, there's also a link there for our GoFundMe. And, um, and then we're praying about um, in the future, if what the ministry is going to look like for people to maybe support us long term, we're still looking mm-hmm. into like the 501c3s and those types of things. But right now, we just believe I mean, what we do as far as when we plant seed, we want to always plant seed in fertile ground. And so when right. we um, love to give into ministries that we know are fertile ground. And so mm-hmm. um, the Lord was like, okay, just just provide this opportunity for people to 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 put, put seed into you because right. y'all are fertile ground. And we're like, okay, you know, but it's very, <laughs> very humbling, you know, to put yourself yes, it, out there. It is very much and, so. Yes. Um, but that's, that's where all you'll find all the information and that's where we'll do, we do updates and, um, and just kind of keep everybody updated on what we're doing and, and how things are going is the four days across Texas. That's awesome. I'm so excited for y'all. And I know that the doors of the Lord are going to open so much because he's looking, he's looking through the earth, seeking people who are going to be obedient and fulfill yeah. his, his word and the ministry of the Lord, uh, across the, across the globe. Honestly, it's mm-hmm. happening everywhere. People are stepping into their true gifting and calling. And it's so powerful to watch. I got, I got into uh, TikTok, but 
I don't, I don't, I try not to post anything because I'm really not that, I like to go live on Facebook, but I really don't like being like constantly on there. But yeah. I got on TikTok and I was like, Lord, why am I on this? You know, like why? And, <laughs> right? But I started because it tells you, you know, you start to see what you like and it start the algorithm kind of fits towards you. So I get nothing, really nothing but funny things, cooking shows right. and a lot of Jesus, a lot right. of Jesus. And what I've noticed is the turn of the tide of people who once followed a certain way of living, whether it's LGBTQ or atheism or um, coming out of different um, denomination, religious sex, whatever it was, it is, it, it seems like to me, I don't know if it's just the algorithm, but I've never seen it in my lifetime, the amount of people coming to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ yes. in such a huge flood. Yes. So to be, to step into that flow, into that river of what God is doing is so awesome. And so I know that mm-hmm. this ministry is going to take off like a flash flood through Texas. I, I just know it. I feel it in my spirit. Thank I just, you. I just Thank do because God is so good and he honors those who diligently seek him. Yeah. He just, he loves that. He loves when we yes. chase after his heart, you know? So mm-hmm. thank you so much, Tara. I will have you back on because I want updates. I think we'll yes. probably do like a quarterly thing so we could give it some time so people can kind of get updates on what's going on and all the different testimonies that I know that you're going to collect over the next few <laughs> few months which is going to be amazing or even just letting us know where we need to be praying because you have come against a stronghold that you need the body of christ to join with y'all in prayer just letting us know updates on that um because we have a lot of awesome praying mamas that listen to this that are constantly (laughs) constantly praying i'm like i love you warrior mamas i know i come at the prayers i'm like yes lord I don't, I'm like, I come at other people's prayers because I pray, I know how powerful it is. So, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we both, I mean, if we can give our testimony just from how we were as teenagers yeah. until who we are now, <laughs> it's like you, and nobody believes me. Like, nobody ever <laughs> believes me. I'm like, no, I'm serious. Like, I was a horrible child. I mean, I looked sweet, but I was really not that great of a person. Right. And so I'm like, I'm just letting you know how good God is. And if right. he can change me, he will change you too. I promise there Absolutely. is no, you know, anyways, but before we go, I just want to pray over your ministry and, um, and then we'll, we'll sign off and um, I'll get with you about scheduling another time. So let, uh, everybody, if you are praying, if you're joining us right now, and I know that you're going to hear us like in July, but still, this is a perfect time to get it on your heart and join with us in prayer um, cause we don't know where they're going to be in just a few weeks or what God has for them. So, um, as you're listening to this, even though it's going to be mid July, join with us in prayer over Tara, Tim and Tara and, and their babies. Um, so let's, let's pray. Lord, I thank you for the day family. I thank you, Father God, for the anointing that you have placed upon their lives and the call that you have commissioned them with. Lord, we know that in this time and in this day that you are calling your people to rise up and to claim back the earth for the fullness of you. I thank you, Father God, that as they go, Lord, that angels are encamped all around them, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. No plague should come near their dwelling and nothing by any means shall harm them. The spirit of sickness, the spirit of fear, the spirit of lack, you have no voice and have no say or authority over this family. I thank you, Father, that as they are are obedient to your word, the windows of heaven will pour out on them. They will have all of their needs met according to to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I thank you, Father God, from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, they will be 
healed. They will walk in complete wholeness and healing mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, that all of their needs are met. Send lay people on their path to join with them as they go. So doors can be open for opportunities to minister people that will be able to have their hearts softened to receive your word, Lord, so that the enemy will lose the, the, his territory bit by bit by bit or chunk by yes. chunk by chunk. Yes. That's how yes. I see it. Chunk by chunk by chunk. Yes. I thank you, Father God. Lord, I thank you. And I stand in agreement with Tim and Tara, that their needs here in East Texas will be met. Housing, um, all their um, finances for food, whatever it is, bills, um, travel, gas, maintenance of vehicles, whatever it is, Lord. I thank you, Father God, for opening up those doors and the provision that you have placed to make sure that your will gets done because we're seeking you first, Lord. And you said all these things will be added to us if we seek you and we are seeking you right. We're seeking you at the foot of Jesus. Jesus. And I thank you, Father God, for them. I thank you for the the opportunity to join forces with them through prayer. I thank you, Father, for opening our hearts that whenever we hear their name or we think about them, Lord, help us to be quick to pray for them and to stand with them in agreement. Thank you for Tara's heart to love on people that she will give more and more opportunities to minister to women and mothers and and children and her children will be protected and they will get opportunities to minister. And so will Tim. And I'm just so thankful for this family, Lord. I thank you for all the things that you're going to do and have done in their lives. I praise you, God. I give you glory and honor. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Can I release something quickly over your viewers as well? Or your listeners? Yes, yes. Go for it. (laughs) So it's just really, Lord, it's just really on my heart to pray for the moms and dads that are listening in and also the grandmas and grandpas. Lord God, I think right now the enemy would like us to be really afraid of Mm -hmm. um, raising children in this generation. But I know that you've said, Lord God, you you have poured out your spirit on this next generation and they are fierce like lions. And that our children don't really belong to us. They've been given to us to steward. So, Lord, I just want to pray encouragement and peace over every mom and dad and grandmother and grandfather that is watching over and stewarding this next generation. May they have peace and understanding that you have geared and you have poured out your gifts on this next generation so that they can rise up and be bold as lions and and, and just run towards and take back um, what hell has tried to take um, yes. from us. That's and so, true. Lord God, again, I just keep seeing uh, to declare their children are bold like lions. And Lord, I just ask that you would stir them up to pray that you would teach them how to have those intimate prayer moments with you and how mm-hmm. to teach their children how to pray and have intimate prayer moments with you. And yes. so we just thank you, Lord, that you meet us when we cry out to you. And Mm -hmm. so thank you for meeting us and having encounters with your love, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, that's good. That was so good. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me. I love catching up with you. We're going to have to have a lot more conversations. Yes. Yes. Because I have so many many questions. (laughs) I mean, good questions because this is so exciting. I love hearing about God moving in different ministry opportunities. And the fact that we've been childhood friends like forever Um, I just love that we're connected that way and we're still connected and no matter where our paths cross that we keep meeting back to and God keeps bringing us back together. It's so cool. And um, God is so good. Well, thank you, Tara, for joining me on the Giving Hope podcast. And I pray you have a blessed day full of hope and rest. Nice rest. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) And I will talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye Bye.
thank you guys for listening to Giving Hope. Please be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll see y'all next week.